starting. Mike isn't ready. It's a perfect place to start. And we're live. We're live with a brand new Coming app. Coming to you from section. Papa's got a brand new app. Um, a lot of good stuff to talk about. Very, very little of it is NBA related. Yep. Um, yeah, you yeah, might probably. as well hit record since we're already we're already thirty seconds in. You might as well jump in if you want. God. Yep, that's <laughs> turn you down again. All right, um, begin the podcast in three, two, two all right, one, <laughs> and it's and already been going now, and it's already started. started. Um, and now we're starting right, 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 yep, right now. now. Do we want to, because I think we have probably five minutes of NBA stuff to talk about. Should we start with that? Should we start with your harrowing saga? Yeah, Mike, tell us. Tell us. Just tell us. So, I need to kind of adjust and and get comfortable here. I guess I don't even know if we need to really introduce this, but Mm -mm. just in terms of maybe, I I don't know, maybe part of this episode is just kind of zooming out and, and looking at like, a moment in in sports just generally like i feel like a moment that is obviously not about the nba but it is about just sp- sports history in the united states and arts and culture arts and culture which True. is what this podcast is dedicated to week in and week out um should i just dive into it I think yeah let's go in. let's go so um this story starts with Yours truly, Mike. Um, several several weeks ago, looking kind of at Albert Pujols uh, chasing down the historic, you know, three man, seven hundred home run club. The road to um, seven hundred. The road to seven hundred, and it's really. I mean, the preface to that story too is just. It's one of. I mean, especially for us three. Like, I grew up, you know, watching Albert. Yeah hit yep. nukes in Bush Stadium um, as a little kid. I mean, he played the first 10 years of his career in St. Louis, obviously. Um, so it's just a it's a milestone that's important, I think, to to a lot of people. And, sure. um, you know, just to give extra context. So, you know, he plays these 10 years, even if he had retired after he after his contract was up with, with the Cardinals, he would have been in the Hall of Fame. Like he put up yes. 10 years of Hall of Fame numbers like ridiculous stats For he sure. goes to, he goes to anaheim on like this record you know one, one of this historically large contract and i think it was um, 10 year 220 million in 2011 which is <laughs> yeah insane. it was something like that like just really really one of the biggest deals that had ever been signed and um you know plays the first three to five years there and, and really like still puts up those numbers but in, in the latter especially the latter half of that contract never really puts up numbers again like like he did and that's also that's a that's a longer conversation too about just angels gm and like how they've Mm -hmm. kind of treated these historically large contracts but um he goes he signs you know after his injury and and he's getting older and he's nearing the end of his you know 10-year contract with anaheim he signs a one-year deal with the dodgers moves across town kind of uh he professes that he you know rediscovered a love for the game there the entire city becomes endeared to him call call him you know tio alberto or tio albert and <laughs> just like he's just everybody's uncle in los angeles they he becomes a fan favorite and then he 
signs a one-year deal with the Cardinals um, after this DH rule has been implemented and picked up in the National League as well. So it's it's just this this it's a beautiful career. It's a full circle moment, um, and we can get into some of the like intricacies of, of how other how especially how the Angels fans kind of feel about Albert too. But so that that as the the kind of preface the backstory to this this road to 700 right this um kind of aging uh hero who's just endeared to a, a lot of fans of the game uh, yeah, all, yeah. all around the country so i get word that my brother-in-law is coming to town and i'm also kind of aware that the season's drawing to a close and i kind of just i like independently i was like you know what i know the cardinals are like they basically have clinched already. I know they've got a couple more series left. I wonder if they're coming to town again uh-huh. because I just haven't I, I haven't seen a Cardinals game this year, and I haven't been to Dodger Stadium, you know, this year either. I wonder if there's a chance in the last couple weeks of the season that they're that they're going to come through and, and play a three game series. So I look, and it turns out there's a three day stretch where they're going to be playing, and my brother in law is going to be in town. Um, and he's going to be staying with a friend. So I hit them up and I'm like, Hey, would is you he, guys, you know, would you want to go? Is he also a St. Louis guy? Would he have a he affinity is, for, he is a, uh, he's a, actually a big, 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 like diehard Chicago Cubs fan. He's from, ah, classic. Like, he's from Wisconsin and like the <laughs> literally barfing, upper, like Illinois area. Okay. Yeah. So there's like a whole, there's a whole thing there too, but he's also, he's just a deep, a deep, uh, baseball fan. Just, you know, just loves the history of it and and he could put aside um, his his cardinals hate to appreciate uh, oh yeah potentially well, i mean one yeah. of those guys right. that you can do that yeah for. he kind of transcends the the and part of it too i think for him is knowing that like pools is a guy that specifically tormented the cubs for like a decade <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. cubs reds just and astros were just do you yeah, recall were, uh pirates, what too, when you were when you were mapping this out and seeing where do you know where he was on the road to 700 was he in the 690s yet when he was definitely in this. He was definitely in the nineties. I don't okay. know exactly where he was, but he he had already he had already hit that number. Um, and I mean, maybe this was the, even the he was still in like the upper eighties, six eighties or something. I don't know. So, so we so we decided to get tickets, and um, we we kind of just go off of off of a off a whim of like, hey, it would be fun to see the Cardinals. They're playing Dodger Stadium. Like that's always a good time. Um, you know, of like enduring verbal assault for wearing, you know, the other team's <laughs> jersey red, and all yeah. that stuff. Um, so, but uh, he, my brother-in-law, on and off, kind of like jokingly, he goes, "Hey guys, look, I know this is crazy, but and it's kind of just silly, but like we should get tickets out in the outfield in case yeah. Albert hits his 700th home run." Yeah, and we're like. We're like, yeah, like whatever, you know, like first of all, he's not even at he's not even at a number where he could hit like eight home runs in a game. So like, sure, you know, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, wh- whatever. Like, it's fun. Like, I, I want to be out there in left field just to, you know, like say that we're out there and it will be a fun kind of silly thing. So, yeah, whatever. What? F- screw it. We'll get bleacher tickets. Like, why not? You know, so we get there. Um, I mean, he, he comes into town. Uh, we drive out there, you know, to Dodger Stadium. It's a Friday night, so it's it's pretty packed. I mean, at this point, the Dodgers have already clinched um, the the uh, the NL West, and that you know they've won like 104 games already. So uh-huh. it's like it, it's still it's a you know there's nothing riding on it, but it is like a popular game. 
Um, and the city loves Albert and they want to, they want to see you sure. know, Albert play too. Sure. So at this point, you know, so we, we go and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty packed. Like it's pretty lively. It's one of the more lively kind of games I've, I've been to at Dodger stadium. I haven't been to a whole lot, but it's, it was definitely up there. And there's just this, like just this energy and atmosphere already, like walking into the stadium. Like you just kind of feel like, I don't know. It was just, it was Friday night's beautiful, beautiful night out. And it's just kind of buzzy, like in the atmosphere, just buzzy. And, um, you know, so Yachty and uh, and Albert, uh, you know, they start off the game, even even pregame, like uh, doing like their kind of retirement ceremony. And the Dodgers give both of them like these Dodgers golf bags with their name on it. It's like, <laughs> nice. you know, it's like their farewell tour that they're doing kind of at, at all the stations. Sure, sure. Um, and so, you know, that that's kind of like the 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 pretext immediately pregame is this kind of you know farewell ceremony and it's just so cool to see Albert out there you know like at all and he's in a Cardinals uniform and he's at Dodger Stadium um and so by the time he comes up to bat for his first at bat like he walks on he walks on the field and and people like fully actually even I'd say before he before his first at bat when he just took the field and they announced you know the players like uh-huh. at their positions or whatever um, you know, like number five, Albert Pools, and the the everyone's going nuts. Like uh-huh. they just, it's like a full, like a super warm reception. Like they're just cheering him, even just for stepping on on the field. And so by the time he gets up for his first at bat, it's already it's this like amazing, amazing energy. Um, everyone there is like cheering for him, and at, everyone's already on their feet too. It's like his first at bat, and and he's hitting second. He's in the two hole oh, wow. in this lineup. Which I didn't realize. I don't know if he's behind been doing that. Goldschmidt or Goldschmidt would be third behind, probably. but behind uh, Tommy, behind uh, oh, Tommy Edmond. Edmund. Okay. So yeah, so it was a weird lineup. So Tommy Edmonds leading off, and then Pools is hitting second. So, and so I'm thinking, okay, depending on how this game goes, he might get like eight at bats, <laughs> like he's <laughs> hitting second. Like that's so weird. Right. And he's in the DH spot. So, so he get, he gets up for his first at bat, and um, it's just like. It's just it's just a good atmosphere and everyone's on their feet and just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. And, you know, he like takes a good look at one fouls one off, whatever. And then just like this huge, you know, classic Albert like rip. And he just like whiffs right through it and strikes out and heads back to the dugout. So, you know, it's like and he's at comes comes into that game at, at 698. Oh, well, hold on. on. He's he struck out on his first at bat. I thought. It- yeah. Yeah, I think he, he. Yeah, I think it was a swinging strikeout on his first at bat. Okay. Unless I'm, I unless I'm totally making that up. I'm I'm pretty positive though. I thought the the first at bat was the first one that he did no, in like no. the second inning, wasn't it? Go on though. It was your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think he I I know he was I know he got out his first at bat his first time up. It was it was a uh, it was uneventful. It was a non digger. Um, a non-dinger, some call it. Um, so, by by the time he comes back up, and I think he came back up. I don't remember what inning he came back up, but the car. First of all, the, this entire game, the Cardinals were just blowing through their lineup. Like everybody got five at bats. Like it was it was absurd. Um, but so, so he comes up his second at bat. And it's mm-hmm. the same kind of thing. Everyone's kind of you know standing like um, they're they're 
waiting to see what's going to happen. And on the mound, too, because we've been joking about this pregame. On the mound, you've got a left-hander, Heaney, uh, who, you know, That's I think he'd won, butter. like... He, he, yeah, exactly. And he, he hadn't won a ton of games. Didn't even have that many innings pitched, really. Like, uh, So part of me is thinking, okay, they're trying to get this guy... Uh, you know, they're trying to throw this guy some some extra innings before the playoffs, and they don't want to, you know, use up their arms and and whatever. So, um, and he's he's having a pretty good at bat, and then he Heaney just like lobs one, just just a meatball, just like, mm-hmm. uh, and I can't I can't remember if this was the breaking ball or not, but it's like if you watch the replay, it's like pretty damn near belt high down the middle, right. and and Albert just absolutely like nukes like it's just a nuke and it's but it's funny because when you watch on the replay you can tell but being out in left in left center when when the ball when when the ball left his bat i couldn't quite tell right off right off the bat like oh this is going out like you just saw him you saw him kind of like really really crush one but it was not apparent, like, oh, this is for sure going out. Yeah. And then it, it kind of just it, – it rose, and then it just kept rising, and it just didn't fall, basically, <laughs> and until it was like – it was like, you know, 15 rows back or whatever. Beautiful. Um, so, that, so, that, so that's the first, the first one. And it, as it's going back, like, it's going back, and we're realizing, like, oh, this is just, this is just a very high fly ball that's just not going to come back down. <laughs> like, it's just going to – it's going to leave the stadium. So – so he drills that one, and then everyone goes absolutely ballistic. I could not believe it. I was in total shock. Yeah, I'm screaming like six ninety nine, six nine, and we've got like food and we've got drinks and whatever, and we're just like, we're we're just I, I like was fully in shock because I just didn't expect that to happen. It's like it's it was like a funny thing for it to happen, and he hits it like I don't know, probably a, like fifty feet from where I'm standing. Um, so of course, like the, whoever caught it, you know, gets like, gets hounded and people are like spraying him with beer and stuff. And, um, Albert takes his quick trot around and it's just like, holy shit, we just witnessed history. Like that was the six ninety nine. Like we got to get a program. Like we got to get, we got to get, you know, merch, yeah. whatever we, we got to start buying stuff and get stuff dated and signed like six ninety nine. This is the coolest thing of all time. Uh-huh. Right. And, and what, it, what it means <laughs> of is- course. This was this was early. This yeah, this and was that like was a meat, but ninety four mile per hour fastball just right in the wheelhouse. Oh, it was just batting practice, like he just love it. And he he absolutely unloaded it. And for how well he's been seeing the ball too, and just like how well he's getting he's getting around his rotation, like that you know you just can't throw that pitch like that, <laughs> especially from a left hander. Like he saw that before it even left his hand, like. So that so that's the first one, right? Obviously the story does oh, not Oh wait, the there. first first yeah. one? First Is that one? implying 699? Wait, wait did, well, did some history I, happen? I don't want to see what happens. Go on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh not to not no spoilers. Right. But, um, right. We don't allege or spoil f- on this pod. <laughs> we don't allege or don't spoil. That's the first event that takes place, uh-huh. okay? So uh, part of us now too, we're thinking like, we're like making jokes of like, oh, like we should, you know, Albert's going to come up to bat again. Like we should try to, you know, we're trying to get, uh, we're trying to get stuff and go, you know, they, they want to take a walk around the, the stadium and 
So we're trying to kind of time it out of being like, well, you know, we want to see. You think about beat traffic. You maybe head. <laughs> you maybe head out at the top of the fourth. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's the third inning, whatever. We're like, oh, he'll probably come up again. I don't know. He'll come up again soon. Like we should, you know, we should we should try to come back and be in our seats when he comes up again because like it's just yeah. cool. Like at this point, it's just cool to see him hit. It's he's already hit six ninety nine. Like I wonder if they're even gonna leave him in or if they're gonna give somebody else some some swings, um, whatever. And I to tell you the truth, like I have no idea what happened in between either of those at bats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so we so he's already hit six ninety nine and he comes up a third time, and I I mean I'm kind of like we're just like kind of yelling at joking whatever like. Oh yeah, like you know, hit another one. Like, it's like a two, two, you know, two run, two a two home run game is like, you know, it's just not something you expect. And there's a pitching change too, so they right. they pull out Heaney and they put in this right hander. So we're like, okay, like it's you know, I don't know what he's gonna do. He's still obviously seeing the ball well and swinging well, but there's a right hander up this guy because we th- I thought he was gonna get that same dude this time at this point very tired absolutely bulldoze left-hander I was like that's perfect like just have a very beleaguered left-hander like uh having to pitch to him again but of course they they pull him because they don't <laughs> want him to absolutely ruin his whole career sure so <laughs> they put in this guy Bickford right yeah. so this right-hander Bickford comes up on the mound and uh my brother-in-law turns to me and he goes he goes Bickford like He's like, now that's a name that goes down in the history books for giving up a historic home run. <laughs> like, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, it does kind of have that ring to it. Like Bickford, right? Yeah. So anyway, so he, I mean, he, he gets up again, the right hander's throwing throw to him. He's seen it. Well, I think he hits a couple foul balls too. And he's, he's taking hacks. Um, and then he throws a breaking ball that just barely doesn't break. And I think that one is the one that was a hanging slider. Yeah. And it's it, kind of, da- it's, it's yeah. not even really down and in. It's just kind of there. Like it just hangs there. It really wasn't that and bad of a pitch to be honest. It just, no, it, it, cool. it, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it, yeah, exactly. Like for the guys just seeing the ball so well. And so of course he, he hacks it. And at this time, this one <clears throat> specifically, so I see the right fielder, and I can't remember the name of the guy who was playing right field for the Dodgers. Mookie Betts? starts to backtrack. I, I think Mookie was in left field. This was, oh, okay. uh, I can't. Or no, no, no. Mookie was in right field. This was sorry. I'm the guy who was on my right, but he was playing left field. Oh. Um, and I can't remember who it was. Now it, it might have been a uh, uh, CTE. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Turner. Turner. Yeah, it might have been Turner in left field. So I see. Uh, I see the left fielder like start to backtrack t- towards the wall, but this one for sure looks like a flyout. Like it looks like a warning yeah. track flyout. Uh-huh. And he and Albert's been hitting those, like he's been hitting those like deep fly balls for pretty much for twenty years. Yeah. But <laughs> he like he starts to backtrack, and it just like it just didn't seem like it had it had the gas like on it. Um, and it, but like. Sure enough, like he's he's backtracking, 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 and then it's just over the wall, like by one row, one or two, a couple rows. Holy it's shit. over the wall. It's in somebody's glove, yeah. and at this point, like the whole stadium is just like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like, 
that like that just happened. And so we looked on the jumbotron. All of a sudden, every single home run he's ever hit flashes up on the screen in like a flipbook style, like one through seven hundred. Nice. Like, and it's it's just all individual pictures of him making contact with every home run he's That's ever hit wild. in the major leagues. And they're so they play this like flipbook animation. 700 comes up on the screen and there's this music playing that's like fully like like a symphonic like this like uplifting kind of like uh super dramatic music and so they they're playing so that like comes on they're playing and i feel like it really wasn't even that loud it was more just like people were just in shock and just like watching him round the bases being like this literally just happened and I, i feel like even people in my section like it didn't even sink in until they after he crossed home and then they played on the other jumbotron that was right behind us they play the the instant replay of him rounding the bases and they yeah. show him like with the big smile on his face uh-huh. and then everybody cheered more i feel like at that than they did once the first can, time up when, just cuz once the first time is you, disbelief and then the second time you can kind of like allow you're yourself you're like oh this is real like this happened like and and the whoever whoever caught it i think was like long gone yeah. at this point there was like they they were i think immediately escorted out he was gone we heard later seconds literally yeah and we we heard later from like a dodgers like beat reporter too apparently like offers immediately like offers were made we i don't know what the arrangement was or what the deal who offered what but he left the stadium with the ball so yep. as far as i oh, know yeah. that fan still has it good on you um but yeah so then we're just out there and like we're watching this basically this like recap of this guy's like career and life and he comes out obviously like you know tips his cat cap and, and does the whole thing and there's there's a long just extended pause in the stadium of like just understanding like something unbelievable just happened and then it it slowly starts to it slowly starts to to pass and then they just get up and they they're like pitch to the next they guy just have to finish yeah. the and game. like part of i was like why are we still doing this right, like isn't right. it over like the game is this the game is over this the season should be over like, how right, long I don't how know. long was it from the from the crack of the bat to getting up starting the next the next pitch it was a next while i don't i don't know like elapsed time but like it was it felt like a good while it just it just felt like we should be done you know yeah sure. just like like the game, like clearly, like the game is over. Like was the Cardinals were gonna continue to st- at that point? It was like six not five nothing or seven nothing or something. Like I was like, why are we still pitching to like more people? <laughs> like and and so that's that's this this moment that happens. Ugh. And then I from there on out, it's just like at least in the section we were sitting in, it was just a party because it was like we just saw the coolest thing that's probably ever happened. And the Cardinals are absolutely steamrolling the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You guys yeah. already clinched the division, yeah. so it like literally doesn't matter. And then they start putting in position players to pitch to the Cardinals, and so you got guys I've never heard of on the Cardinals lineup just belting five hundred foot <laughs> home runs <laughs> off because there's there's a guy up there throwing fifty five miles an hour. Like it just becomes <laughs> this bizarre like wiffle ball game of a major league baseball that game. Is wild. And there's like there's people in that stands that are like singing happy birthday to like people whose birthday it is. Some guy gets up in front of us for some reason, for no apparent reason, with like a tall boy like mango cart, <laughs> like golden road beer. 
and just absolutely starts chugging it and the whole the whole <laughs> the whole entire section is like chug 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 oh, and this dude just drains this 24 ounce beer for no reason and everyone's like yeah <laughs> like, just losing their minds like it was just like that that was the atmosphere for the rest of the game which yeah. is like this is this is a party and it's it's also it's also capped too by so for for whatever reason my brother-in-law when he's when he's uh like after the moment after the 700 moment happened he like had this insane look on his face and somebody had taken a picture of us with the 700 scoreboard in the background from like a section back into our right uh-huh. and he's making this like crazy crazy face and he's also wearing this like soccer jersey too from from where he's from in Wisconsin so it's just like it's just like crazy image of like this guy making this wild face and apparently the guy who took that picture had zoomed in on his goofy like awestruck face <laughs> and then airdropped that picture to the entire section <laughs> So for the rest of the game, as he's walking around, people in that section are grabbing him and being like, you're the guy. You're the guy making the face. Like, take a picture with me. And so he's, like, taking selfies with people. It was just shit like that for the rest of the game. Just, like, just just a a funny, like, uh, wild party. And then, of course, this all happens on a night where in the summers the Dodgers do Friday night fireworks for home games. So at the very end of the game – the entire stadium, anybody who wants to gets to just go on the field and watch fireworks. Wow. That's so then we're just, we're just standing in center field where Cody Bellinger was just playing, watching fireworks and just like being like, I'm now I'm actually on the field where this happened. Oh, and, unreal. um, that's the coolest sports moment I've ever had. My in my entire God. Life. Yeah. That's, that's insane. That's history, bro. Like, I cannot believe it. I, oh, logistical question though. So were there, were there three Cardinals away games at Dodger Stadium the, the the nights you looked at it? And if so, how'd you pick the perfect one? Like, did you get tickets for all of them or how, how'd that work? Yeah, so it was it was kind of random. Like, it was a Friday night, a Saturday night, and Sunday night. That's when the Cardinals were going to be there. We picked Friday night. I don't know why we picked Friday night because probably my brother-in-law was leaving on Sunday. So... Uh-huh. And like we on we probably should have picked like my our f- friend was saying this too we probably should have picked Saturday night because that would have just made more sense but I think it was something he was like I don't want to like be out at the game and then have to fly sure, like on fly Sunday yeah. I don't know something something like that right and then it turns out to have been like the luckiest thing yeah. for obviously for all those reasons but also because fucking Kershaw was pitching on Saturday yeah so like <laughs> of course he wasn't gonna hit it off Kershaw. Right. So like we got so on like it's just it's just full That's like just luck perfect. like there's just no it's just everything just line, lined up that way like there was just no I don't know there was no way to plan that obviously sure. and then like mm-hmm. also the entire time too you guys are like this I'm like especially after he hits it I'm just out basically like in in mini miniature St Louis like everybody that was out there yeah. wearing Cardinals yeah. jerseys yeah. like everybody's going up to each other being like, oh, are you just a fan? Are you from St. Louis? And like, everybody's from St. Louis. Right. And like, I'm hanging out with these guys from, I met these guys from St. Charles. Like I met, I <laughs> met a dude from like South County or something. Like, we're just like, so it's just like a St. Louis reunion in the <laughs> yeah. stands of yeah. all these people celebrating this. Like, and people are just like, oh, where'd you go to high school? Yeah. Like that question's just flying around. <laughs> like Wild. it's hilarious. So it's just like, it, it was, it was all of this. It was like just too perfect. It was, and the thing we kept joking about too was like if you were writing this 
in a TV show, like you wouldn't write that. You wouldn't write the Albert Pool story this way because you'd be like, it's too obvious. Yeah. Like it's too yeah. cliche. Sure, sure. It's too perfect. Like you can't. You couldn't have even constructed this this season. Um, and like I was kind of talking about earlier, the only thing that was a little bit that's a little bit different is I found out later because the next that night in the next morning too. All I was doing was just watching <laughs> everything that like the, the uh, ESPN and uh-huh. the Cardinals and everybody was putting out like recap videos, all kind of stuff. But I got into a Reddit thread where it was really leaning into like how Angels fans feel about Albert. And uh-huh. mm-hmm. there there's a few there's a subset of like Angels fans that have a very different relationship with him than everybody else. And I think mostly they're kind of happy like oh it's you know it's this historic milestone they're happy for him but a lot of people really have like this deep-seated kind of antagonism towards him which i i just hadn't ever thought about because i don't care about the angels just because of the contract dispute stuff or because of the contract and because they're basically they've had arguably the best player in major league baseball for the last 10 years and they just haven't won jack yeah sure and they 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 tie it garbage to do that no, I'm talking about Trout. Oh, Trout. Okay, I, I was gonna say Trout. Um, and they they attribute I think a lot of cap space and a lot of just uh, they and got I think hamstrung it, like, by to Albert's Pujols contract salary. basically. Yeah, couldn't couldn't yeah get and, as much and, length out and of they they attribute to Trout, yeah like like Pujols. Uh, it, there was a couple of things I think that made it hard for them to swallow, which is like they felt like they were out there spending their money and you know supporting him and. Um, he had made some comments too of like, like when going back to play to St. Play in St. Louis, like for the first time since he had like been and moved to the American League or whatever, being like, "Oh, I'm so glad these guys get to go see how like real baseball fans are." Like, <laughs> so not yeah. like not like that harsh, but sure. like something kind of like that. Yeah. Um, He's not wrong. And then you know, like obviously that's not really going to endear you to your fan base. Right. And then he moves across town, and basically there he's like. This is where I rediscovered my love for the game. This is where, like, <laughs> I regained those feelings I had sure. when I was a five-year-old boy. And all the Angels fans are like, "What the hell?" Yeah, you like, start we had you were here for up. That that does paint a picture. <laughs> so they and and there that's also like that's just part of like Angels baseball has this history with like these these crazy deals that they signed to get star players and they, they've just struggled to like to to bring home any hardware and and now they've got Trout and and Otani, but. Anyway, that's a. It was just interesting for me to juxtapose their relationship with Albert to like everybody else's relationship yeah, with him. Sure. Um. So it's just the one kind of sore spot I feel like there that might be there for for his career. Well, too bad for them. That's exactly why the Cardinals did not <laughs> sign him to that big ass contract to get sure. chopped in the knee on. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, it turned out to be probably the best thing. Like, I it was an incredible financial decision for the Cardinals mm-hmm. to not sign that contract. Right. Like, and but the fans did not he, react well to it. And in hindsight, it was a, those that well, people were burning ten years Pujols jerseys. Too, and shit. I'm not saying are fucking. I'm saying like a, a GM making that move. It's a smart move, but you know that you're going to get. I remember one person being mad. Uh huh. <laughs> and I, it was so funny because me and my family were like, "Not ten years. He's going to be 150 years old sure. for a quarter billion sure. dollars." Get his ass out of here. You say, we'll just get him later. We'll miss get him 10 years. I'm going to miss him. But. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I think that's how most people felt. That's it was just like, it was too much money. And nobody, I don't think anybody blamed Pujols for getting paid. Like, he totally. brought home the biggest bag. Like, yeah. <laughs> obviously. 
it was it was the thing to do. So um, it's just so unbelievably cool that he was able to like first kind of form this this new love relationship with with the city of Los Angeles uh-huh. where people just like they just like they love this dude they love sure. him he's just like he's just an uncle he's like everybody's uncle like and the, then for him to return to St. Louis and to be in a St. Louis uniform back at Dodger Stadium right. like that's perfect the only thing that probably would have made it more perfect was if it was at Bush Stadium sure <laughs> like yeah but if you had to pick any other of the other thirty, or, you know, other twenty nine stadiums, so many variables in, like, that that just ended up well, absolutely right. I was thinking along yeah. those lines. Another thing like that is Pools' first home run back was in Bush Stadium, back with the Cardinals was in Bush Stadium against the Royals, which is where he went. To, he went to high school in Kansas City. Oh wow! So it's just like another just oh, weird little okay, yeah, first wow. season back and. St. Louis. What a guy. Well, I mean, love him. We did. Uh, maybe we should have forewarned that this is going to be the untitled MLB pod, <laughs> but hopefully you enjoyed sticking around for the ride. It had to be said. Like, yeah. that's just the yeah. most, that's the coolest sports. How many other thing pods are going to have said. a first person? True. Yeah, you, heard, that's... you heard it here only, folks. Let's go. We got to market that. This was the first person account. <laughs> Of the 700 on a pod, on a NBA pod. <laughs> How many other NBA pods are going to have this story? <laughs> That's the question. I love it. Well, happy for you. Through gritted teeth uh, getting those texts, Mike, we were very happy for you. I remember we, because we saw it, or we, uh, you, you said it on, um, you had the alerts on your phone. Yeah. And then you're like, I saw, I saw 700. I can, Mike, so real quick on what my perspective of this, and I'm really pissed I didn't get to see it live, but. Um, not too big a deal, but uh, on my phone I track every I like pin the live score of every Cardinals game and and Hornets game just to kind of cover my bases here. <laughs> um, but I saw the score go from zero to two. So anytime the Cardinals score change, I always like I it doesn't show you stats, so you have to dig a little bit. And so I see pools. Yeah, yeah. Two. It says two, uh, one hit, two RBIs and a run. I'm like. There's only yep. one way this can happen, and then <laughs> there's only one scenario mathematically. Yes. And then I see the score the next inning go from two to five zero, and I'm like, okay, this is the next inning though, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think it was the next inning. I'm like, he's not. That ain't him. He didn't do no. Pools, two runs, yeah, two hits. Five RBIs. I said, "Oh my <laughs> yeah, god, madness! Just madness." It just it should like it's just too it's too to see that on paper. You're like, no way. Yeah, <laughs> like there's no way this happened. And then I, I literally googled it to verify. I, I like, don't know no. if we. I don't know if you told us even which day you were going to be there, but you did uh, say like we're going to yes. go see the Cardinal. So we both yes, texted dude, you and that, go like. Go like I hope you were there, bro. And then I feel like it was like two hours yeah, later. Well, there was, you, the funny, videos I start told, coming in. I think I told a couple people like I was like gonna go to, to a game that weekend, but I didn't really like I didn't get details. Right. Yeah. And so I had I had people texting me. I it was you guys were texting me. Another buddy was texting me like, "Hey, like <laughs> you said you were going to a game this weekend. Like, are you by any chance at <laughs> yes. this game?" Yeah. And I I was just replying with that video like. <laughs> 
it was yeah it, so it was too, just too just before 10 30 when it minutes after it happened beard hits you with all caps mike i just said please tell me you're there and then 11 13 like 45 minutes later just get this tiny video because you know like stadiums like that the, the idea that you can get a text out let alone a video text is so uh, i was struggling to get that text but out. as soon as i got that <laughs> tiny little clip i was just like oh my god he he's done it <laughs> And I think, too, I need to send out a public apology to um, I was uh, trying to run. We were trying to see if there was any kind of like official program that we could buy, like after oh, it happened yeah. to. So we kind of like ran after a minute, like we kind of ran around trying to like look for look for stuff. And then we ended up buying just like we, we just bought stuff like my sure. like, brother-in-law bought a hat. And then like we bought some uh, some baseballs and like we're going to, you know, just sign them and datum or, or whatever yeah. just like to have something like from the stadium at that yeah, moment of course. Definitely. um and i think i bulldozed a little kid <laughs> on my way on my way out well you guys, it's good unintentional you. but like and i was like i think i just ran over a little kid and this, this guy was like worth it there's no time <laughs> like, well it's nice of you to issue an apology on pod after your potential your potential sack um I love it. Well, so uh, I yeah, we got any NBA? Any NBA? I was just gonna say to we cover. got a little stuff to talk about here and there. Do you want to just call, leave this as as the perfect Pujols recap and and just come back next week with some with some hoops? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything to say. We're at a we're at a sweet spot here. There's there's not a lot going on. Sarver selling Udoke's Udoke Udoke suspended for a season. Out for a season. Probably never gonna. I was gonna Coach, say this. That's this week's it. mostly been drama. Yeah, it has been some, some. And even that was last week. That was right. just updated in between. True. So, uh, Jay Crowder and the Suns both agree to start shopping him around. Right. Uh, Detroit picked up Boyan Bogdanovich. Nice. Bogdan. Uh, and the Jazz get Kelly Olynyk. Jello, Leangelo. Yes. What do you call that Hornets. contract? That's not a contract. Um, he basically still has to like make the team. Is non guaranteed. Right. I, I don't. So, well, he. None of his money's guaranteed, or probably most of his money's not guaranteed. But right. he's like, I don't think he's really on the team. Yeah, I think he's like a summer camp guy. So basically, just bad news for Celtics and Suns fans out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's really all we had. And w- w- let's just let's leave the bulk of this being what a magical night yeah. <laughs> that our, that Truly. correspondent Mike had. I did want to say for the end of the pod. You've been officially permanently promoted to senior correspondent <laughs> just for your ability to find one of the greatest moments in sports yes. history and be there. <laughs> oh, we love it. It's finally the the promotion that I've been dreaming of my whole career here <laughs> at Untitled it. NBA you've earned it. Just keep in mind, Mike, as easy as you go up the ladder, we can send you right back down. <laughs> That's so. That very true. I'll never forget. We should also, maybe next week too, we could dig into – uh, I I think you might have mentioned it already too, but the old man in the three app came out with uh with Ben Simmons. We absolutely oh, yes, yes. G- give us a week because I want to watch it again and kind of pop up my favorite moments. But definitely uh gonna be there's some hot stuff in there. Definitely worth listening to. Nice to just be reminded like that this is a human being. However you feel about him, just he- seeing him be, you know, genuinely <laughs> genuinely pretty charismatic and very open, very forthcoming. Um. I don't know, but we'll we'll have more on that next week when it's when it's old news. <laughs> but, but good to oh. good to potentially yeah. have him back out there. Um, right on. 
yeah, that's there's the there's the NBA chunk. Yes, <laughs> that you that, that you was come the to us for ticker tape at the bottom. There. <laughs> All right, folks, we we will see you next time. This is your senior correspondent <laughs> signing off. Peace.